until the day we die. I mean, we're the generation that grew up with R2 on our pillowcase. To the day you stuff me in my, into my R2-D2 casket and it goes... <laughs> yes! You know Would that I mean? not okay. be the greatest thing in the world? <laughs> right? I'm actually putting a note down in my last will testament. Right. And I wanted to play a little hologram of me dressed like Leia given the line. Yes. <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think I could probably pull that off if I win the Mega Millions. You know, coming there you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, you win a billion dollars. Did you buy a house? No. No. Did you buy your mom a house? No, I didn't buy that. What would you buy? I got the, a replica R2-D2 to guard me as a mausoleum. Yes. And if you ever approach it, you push this button here. <laughs> I'm just like Leia, and I give the Obi-Wan speech. Uh, that'd be great. I, I can't say. I would, I would love it. There are far worse ways to be memorialized. Yeah, remembered, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, People man. would come far and wide to push this button. Like, who was this guy? Like, I don't know, but look how dope But he was, um, he was a big Star Wars fan. Big Star Wars yes. fan, yeah. This is Jesse Ventura. You're listening to Children of the Atoms. Hello, everybody. We're back. Mm-hmm. Thank you to whatever celebrity intro of the show this week. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's, a, it's, always a, it's always a mystery, isn't it? It's a fun problem to have. Now that con season's picked back up, we'll have to uh, start dipping our toes back in the water here see if we can get a couple of new ones. That's right. But, People uh, are going out, right? They're, they're showing up yeah. at cons now for full force? They sure. In large numbers. God Large damn. numbers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's everybody's going back to to the way it was, whether you know, <laughs> whether everybody else is ready for it. Or not, yeah, whether so. you get sick or not, who cares? Yeah, basically. Full board yeah. head. Yeah, but yeah. So Comic Con, I think, as far as the DC news goes, they were they were fairly surprisingly silent. Yeah. Given given that Marvel was. Marvel didn't really go as big as what they have in the past, and really that's by and large to the fact that they're saving a lot of their big announcements for D23, like their separate Comic-Con. So you would think that DC and the other studios, like the San Diego Comic-Con would be the one where they would just, you know, <laughs> full you know, full court press just to get everything out there just to bury Marvel in news. But there was nothing, man. I didn't hear one bit of news out of anybody else but Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah, basically. nobody like, wants to talk about Ezra Miller or nobody wants right. to talk about. I mean, I guess they could say, well, we're, we're working on the second Batman movie, maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, they, they, they put a trailer out for Shazam, but I mean, you know, it's Ugh. not. I didn't see the first one, so. And they, they, did they, they didn't even talk much about Black Adam, though, did they? I think they I they thought, debuted. Thought, they had the rock show up in the suit, and they oh. think they they might have done like a trade. Oh, they did a fan screening. I think apparently, and you know, <laughs> I haven't heard nothing about it. That's how disappointing yeah. it's got to be. Yeah, uh, I I feel bad. I mean, I don't I don't understand how it can be so underwhelming that product. I mean, they've got some good characters, stories. I mean. It's it's what most comic book fans want. They want a darker, edgier type of comic book. They just can't do it. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, since Nolan's Batman, I don't I don't remember anything that I've truly gotten hyped for, you know, in the DC world. Maybe Man of Steel when that came out, but even after I watched that, I was like, nah. Personally, I think if the Justice League would have gone the way 
of, under Zack Snyder's eye the whole way instead of the whole Joss Whedon debacle and all that, I think people would be viewing the DC movies slightly differently than what they do because at least there'd be a clear, solid, cohesive vision. And that's what people want out of DC. Like, uh, the, 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 the main complaint seems to be, like, besides, you know, <laughs> the quality of some of the film, <laughs> is that nobody really knows what the continuity is at this point, especially now that they're, you know, they're fully folding in Keaton's Batman into the mix and who knows what's going on like but Affleck's Batman still involved apparently they want Cable to play Superman but he doesn't want to come back at all Gal Gadot is just hanging out waiting for word about Wonder Woman they're pulling you know moving forward on Aquaman who knows what's going on with the Flash <sighs> these days just it's a it's a mess it's over a there, mess man. yeah and that's <laughs> the problem is they're I feel like this has always been the story with them since Marvel really <laughs> took over was they're playing catch up all the time and because yeah. of that they're just throwing shit at the wall, see what sticks, and be like, okay, go with that because we've got to get some project out there to compete. And yeah. it's always subpar. It's just, I was like, take your time, do something cool with what you got. I mean, it's not like you don't have the money to put behind this these projects. Yeah, for Or real. the star power. They've got excellent acting uh, people there to just, oh. And now The Rock. Yes. I mean, Christ, if you can't get somebody with as much charisma as that guy to get you interested in the product, yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to do at this point. You might as well just throw in the towel and just say, you know what, Marvel, you guys take over the superhero genre. We're right. going to focus on something else. We're going to make, you know, Fast and the Furious movies or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Did Warner right. Brothers put those out? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't get Black Adam. Like, as far as I'm aware, like, I don't really follow DC Comics too closely. So, as far as I'm aware, this guy's just supposed to be a straight villain. But from every trailer or teaser I've seen so far, they're setting him up because it's a rock. Obviously, he's not going to be the villain of the movie and, you know, tarnish his image at all. But he's supposed to be this anti-hero, but he's supposed to be, like, gunning for Superman at the same time or, or Shazam. And he's the super kid-friendly hero. It's just... It, if they're gonna let him be Voldemort, let him be Voldemort. He can't be Voldemort, but you know, teaching Harry to ride a broom on the side. Yeah, I you mean, can't be, you can't be good and bad. Like, just you know, let him play a fucking villain for once. But that's what they want to do, though. They just want to. Like, I mean, it's probably written into the Rock's contract that he can't be a straight <laughs> villain. It's like like Schwarzenegger back in the day, like after he did yeah. Terminator, like everything after that. He's like, nope, I can't be. I got to be. You know, some heroic figure that'll save mm -hmm. the day. I'll bet you The mm -hmm. Rock has, like, the same shit written in there. Yeah. Well, it's that same thing where he can't lose a fight on screen. Yeah. It might be tied into that same shit. Which, yeah. That's just, I mean, it, it, great. I understand why you do that. <laughs> but you don't cast somebody as the villain or even an anti-hero if, if that's what you're going to stick with. If, if you're a true artist, you go out there and you just do what's, you know, what you read on the script. You know, you read the script because... You know, you went through it, you read it, you liked it, and you said, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this project because you like what you read. You don't mm -hmm. just go in there and say, well, this looks cool. I could make a rewrite, though, and say, look, I don't lose this fight, don't lose this fight, don't lose this fight. It doesn't work that way. That's probably exactly how he fixes his projects. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all oh, this is great now. I just can't lose the fight. Yeah, so let's, let's do a couple of rewrites here. Brings it in, brings the script back. So I did a couple of right. edits here for you. And they're like, oh, thanks, Rock. We'll take <laughs> I imagine he lines through it like Schwarzenegger signing his contract in The Running Man on that lawyer's back. <laughs> yes. He's just writing on someone small in like a suit. Here, this is the way it's fucking going to be. Yeah. And then still pokes him in the back with a pen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm done. Someone bring me my buffalo meat and broccoli. I'm losing gains. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. That's... <laughs> 
I, I just don't know where they're going from here. I mean, what is... Yeah. Look, they've lost the Flash. Like, they, they had me... I, I, th- I feel like I'm in the minority now. Like, I was, I was like, really on board for a Flash movie after the Justice League and all that. Like, Ezra Miller, like, he yeah. made me laugh. So I was like, okay, but, I could go with a movie where they're going to go here. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, that's done. I mean, they're not yeah, going to re- They, they re- can never release. That. No, never. That flat, that movie will never see the light of nope. day, ever. So, never. I mean, what, what's left now? I mean, yes, we could get another Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Even even nineteen eighty four. I mean, that was that was weak. And I was like, Yeesh. yeah, you guys could have yeah. done way better. You guys just... A lot of problems with that Yeah, one. you just cobbled something together again and said, oh, well, if we reference eighty stuff, people will love it. Well, <laughs> And we need the Mandalorian quick. Everybody loves him. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. Which, I, to be fair, we do, but I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't have to, I was like, shit, I don't know. Where do you go from here? I, I have no clue. I mean, I, I have no clue where I you don't go. know. Uh, Pattinson's Batman and you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, basically, or you have the, the background movie coming out on HBO Plus. There's Blue Beetle. Like, basically, like, they're, they're already starting their Young Avengers uh, <laughs> setup, even though they're... <laughs> Yeah, they, even though they have nothing there. really successful as pre like, right. as a predecessor for these things, yeah, that's a good, yeah, good move. Nailed it. Yeah, it's pretty smart. I mean, I'm I criticize Marvel for putting out some of this shit that they're putting out, mm-hmm. and they've got a successful product. Yeah, jeez, and a very uh, I don't know a hopeful outlook for the future, maybe. Given the uh, Marvel did drop a bit of news, like there wasn't really, as far as public public consumption goes, the only thing we really saw was uh, what, what trailer did we get? We Black got She Hulk, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, play for one. Black Panther two. That's a big one. And that trailer, man, that was that was pretty fucking emotional. Given you know how Chadwick isn't you know <sighs> with us anymore, and you're like dude, I am. That, it felt heavy. It felt oh, seriously fucking heavy, it man. Feel like how are like. Oh. Absolutely. I mean, the, the the whole, like, I think that whole trailer, like half, at least half of it, is all a funeral scene. Yeah. I mean, with all the scenes where they're just walking around in white, I think that that is a mm-hmm. complete funeral scene that they're gonna like spend fifteen minutes of the movie on before Which we get is into fair, it for sure. And then, yeah. But the real tease is like, yeah, who is taking up the mantle of Black Panther at this point? It's obviously Shuri from. From the the final shot of the trailer, like it's for it's for sure her. You think? It, it'll it'll for sure be Shuri until Okoye and T'Challa's son is old enough to to take over the mantle as Black Panther in ten years when that kid grows up. But Okoye wasn't uh, with with Black Panther. She's just her guard. She's with the other dude from the outer tribe. Oh. I think Shuri takes over as Queen of Wakanda, but Nakia becomes Black right, Panther. I'm sorry, no, yeah, no, it, it, no, it, it's Nakia's. Uh, it's Nakia's uh, and T'Challa's son. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, because they were together. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I misspoke. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. I could I could go with that, um, but yeah, that's why I think like Nakia would be the be the one who takes over the Black Black Panther mantle, and you know, yeah, and then eventually, yes, their kid would take over after that. Yeah. There's also the rumor out there that it could be Michael B. Jordan in the suit, um, him being brought back to life or being brought back from an alternate universe. Like a variant, um, like a variant, yes. Where where he in in another life, either like if he's brought back to life, because apparently in the comics he was brought back to life by mm. people who followed him. He was born in the, uh, what's the name of the dead? The, the necro necropolis. Yeah, that's where necropolis. Where yeah. yeah. So apparently, like he was buried in necropolis, and like they they revived him somehow. Apparently, and like he came back and he realized the error of his ways, and like. Was helping well, they never him. actually showed what happened to his body at the end of the first movie, mm-hmm. so it's possible that they, you know, they kept him 
I mean, they kept his body in some sort of an animation somewhere, like suspended animation somewhere. Yeah, I mean, they did it for uh, Bucky, so why can't they do it yeah, for him? Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah. So, they, yeah, they already have the tech established there, too. So, but everything I've read, like, at least what I can find is, like, I don't see Michael B. Jordan's name anywhere, <laughs> you know, attached to the project. So, either they're playing that one really tight, or he's not going to be in the movie. Well, no, he's shown in the trailer, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's shown, I think, only in the portion where they're... Well, I mean, I, where I could be where they're recapping what happened. Yeah, uh, like where, where he's something. burning all the uh, uh, the sacred plants, the the Black Panther uh, potion, whatever that, it is. Yeah. But I, I could be confusing stuff because I've seen a lot of stuff, and I recently watched Black Panther again too, just for this. So <laughs> I could be just putting pieces together here. Yeah, I know that the there were some plot points that leaked out not too long ago, and some of the things seem to be confirmed in the trailer so far. Okay, well, yeah, all I knew is, like, I just knew, like, this Namor character was showing up, and so I had to learn a lot about him, and I think that would be a fascinating story, to actually see somebody who's, like, got superpowers to mm-hmm. actually fight, you know, the people of Wakanda, instead of, yeah. you know, the Ulysses Claw or something like that, I, I don't need to see right. that Right, yeah, no shit. And we're also going to get the debut of Ironheart in this, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Iron Man's yes. replacement is uh, debuting on this as well. And is there any possibility that she takes on the Black Panther mantle? I don't think it is no. because she's getting her own show on no, Disney+. No, Plus. Yeah, she'll, she'll straight up be Ironheart. She's she's new Iron Man. Okay, and, yeah, and I just like, so because I didn't really do a, a lot of research on her, but yeah, she essentially was either, what, mentored by Tony Stark or something? And Kind of, yeah. She she found one of his old suits and managed to get it going, and the, the fun thing about her was that she had her Jarvis, basically, or, you know, her Friday, mm-hmm. was Tony Stark. Oh, that's interesting. So if they wanted to pay Downey a few million for some voiceovers, he they're, he could basically be for Disney her Plus. They're not doing it. Trust me, there's no way. I mean, you never know. Like, maybe he needs a new island somewhere. <laughs> they, they, then they need to like make a brand new Avengers movie then to make to get him that much money because there's no way that guy comes back for a Disney Plus show. No if way. it was just for, if it was just for voiceover work and like just the buzz of getting him back in any capacity in you know might inject some enthusiasm if people are starting to get burned out by the time that show comes around I mean that you know stranger things have happened yeah but the, the, the thing is is that Robert Downey doesn't give a shit he doesn't care about whether <laughs> people care about the movies the movie stuff he's already done he's got everything he's needed out of it like yeah, in fact he's fair. probably at a point where he doesn't really want to be associated with it anymore and just go on to other projects. Where, yeah. where Disney, yeah, absolutely. They'd be like, yes, please come back. You know, we want to tie your name to this and get people interested again in watching all these shows that we're putting out. Right. But yeah, that's, I don't think it'll happen. If anything, they're just going to use, um, you know, old footage of him or something like that. Oh, um, yeah. And just, just use that voice. From or that. maybe just give her Tony's Friday. Like, that'd be a good way to yeah, buy, you yeah. know, buy some It's, it's much cheaper to too. get that voice actor than it is to get uh, Robert sure. Downey. Yeah. But even out of the Marvel news too, there was a lot of things they didn't talk about. They didn't address Iron Wars with a you know Rhodey series. They didn't talk about the Ironheart. Uh, they gave the Ironheart uh, series debut, but nothing really. Like no more casting news coming out about no. that. We have a date and title for Captain America: New World Order, and that all covers Phase Five. Phase Five runs from Quantum Mania, Ant Man, Quantum Mania in February. It goes year, through yeah. February of next year. Goes through goes through twenty twenty four. July twenty twenty four. No, July twenty twenty four with the Thunderbolts. 
Which and, and, that, and all... that's like Young Avengers, right? Except that they're all no. This world. is Marvel Suicide Squad. Oh God, I, man, I, I, I just I don't know what to say. Like I feel like I'm getting burnt out on Marvel because they're they're that's fair. Nothing on the menu so far is 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 piquing my interest. Like after we get through uh, Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing on there, maybe except for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, but other than that, nothing is piquing my interest right now. And, and Wakanda Forever is in, in November. November, yeah, November of this year, it's coming up okay. this, this year, yeah. So <sighs> Ant Man's the fir- Ant Man Three is the first one to start off. I will say there was no trailer released for Ant Man Quantumania, but from a brief snippet of the footage that leaked of what people are saying, it definitely sounds like that all the silliness from the first two Ant-Man movies are in no way, shape, or form present in this movie whatsoever. They're basically going to use this movie to introduce Evil Kang as Evil Kang. Like, it's strong indications seem to be that Ant-Man is definitely going to be killed in this movie. Oh, I believe that. I I don't think that the, those characters are going to be sticking around much longer. Paul Rudd's got to be getting tired of it, too. He's, he's, he's made a good living off of this. You think they get rid of Wasp too? Because they are having uh, Scott Lang's daughter suit up in this one as her young oh, Avenger no, counterpart. No, 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 so, no, no. oh god, okay, um, yeah, they could. Uh, I, I, I don't think they would miss her too much. I don't think she's like a fan favorite um, of all the characters out there. I mean, yeah, even though she yeah. is kind of, you know, you know, she's a woman out there, you know. I, she I was like you know one one of the first Avengers in the comics too, but you know not the same path in the MCU. Yeah, I don't I don't think she's just as as popular. So if they did kill her, right. off, I don't think that would be, you know, people wouldn't be revolting, right? They just kind of right. No, like, oh, okay, yeah, that sucks. We might we might yeah. shed a tear, but that and then you move on. Yeah. So so they're bringing in uh, eventually, or I guess they've already started the Young Avengers thing, right? With Kate yeah. Bishop and yep, and what's his name Elena. from Iron Man three and that kid. Oh yeah, and then uh, you have Yelena. You got Riri. Uh, Yelena's a part of the Young Avengers. I mean, she will be. No, she she's seems way too old for that. Or then she'll be Thunderbolts. But uh-huh. isn't Kate Bishop? She, oh, I guess she'll be the leader. She was. She's in her early twenties. But yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you got Wanda's kids. You yeah, got, I mean, uh, so you got America Chavez. Any of this like tickling your fancy? I mean, are you getting excited for any of this stuff? You're, you're, uh, you've read some of these comics, right? So you would. Yeah, I have. You'd have a little yeah, bit more invested than than somebody out of the, like out of me. the Phase Five slate. I'm definitely excited about to see Quantum Mania. Like I want to sure, see, sure, I want to see Kang the Conqueror come in and like this has to be his statement movie. Like we know for sure he's the villain of this movie. So this is going to be his Thanos moment, where in the first two minutes he's just going to slay through half of Asgard. Like it, he's going to pull no fucking punches in this movie. So so they're not see, they're not going to go uh, like 18 movies before no. we get to the final Avengers movie. Okay. <laughs> Oh no, they will because the finals of the final Avengers movies aren't coming until Phase Six. So oh my God. Phase, phase Five will be all multiverse, basically, as well as wrapping up with Phase Six. Well, you get so you get Secret Wars in, in Phase Five, right? Phase Five, yeah, we're getting the, we're getting the Secret Invasion Secret TV Invasion. show in Phase Five, but that's mainly just about uh, you know the. Uh, the the scrolls like those who are here now, some aren't here with the best intentions, and you know some superheroes we thought might be humans aren't and just you know it'll be very very espionage in that one but out of all of the phase five announcements so far i'm definitely most excited about loki blade and daredevil uh. those are those are my three <laughs> like i've 
I, I liked Loki as a TV show. I thought it was good. I kind of wish it just would have been a single season, but... <sighs> it's going to do a lot of heavy lifting for the multiverse. It now. has to. It's going to do a lot of heavy lifting because uh, because Guardians of the Galaxy is going to focus on the Guardians. There's no multiverse. Same with Echo. The Marvels is just going to be all Captain Marvel and uh, and Monica Rambeau. So that's going to be there's no multiverse there. Daredevil definitely not. Blade no. Agatha and the Covenant Chaos possibly. Yeah. Captain America four no way. Thunderbolts definitely not. So it's really going to be all on Loki. And post-credit scenes from the other things to do the bulk. Uh, They're in the middle of the multiverse saga with Uh, these set of entertainments with movies and television shows. There's really only maybe one thing that covers the multiverse. Boy, they're they're hitching that wagon to a... a, 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 I'm not going to say it's a bright blazing star in the sky. I mean, this is... That's some weak stuff to, like, pin all this on and assume that, you know, all of us fans out there who loved Phase 1 through 3 are going to stick around to watch another season of a Disney Plus show just so I can go to the movie theaters and watch, uh, you know, some Avengers movies. Right. And then uh, Phase 6 kicks off with Fantastic Four movie, which has been confirmed to not be an origin story. So Thank everyone God. already knows who the Fantastic Four is. Like, let's just, let's Spider-Man fucking freshman year this yes. shit or whatever. And let's just, you know, everybody's who they are, go. Well, I, I can't tell you that I'm excited for the Fantastic Four, but at least you've made me feel better that they're going to skip an origin film, origin uh, right. story for it, because I don't need to watch another origin story of them. Because those characters, they don't really you know, like excite me anyway. Right. So, yeah, yeah I don't fair. give a shit how they got there. Just show me yeah. what they can do and go from there. And that's in November of 2024 even, so we're still two years away from that. Our very next Avengers movie, like since Endgame, mind you, will not be until May of 2025, and that's the Avengers Kang Dynasty. That's going to be uh, their Infinity War, and then the Endgame is going to be Avengers Secret Wars, where if you're familiar with the comics, it's definitely not going to be the same, but you know, I'm sure there'll be some some elements they share yeah i i know avengers movies for years basically well they got nobody really to fill that void right i mean chris hemsworth i, I mean how many more thors does he got in him yeah that's true and they're really stretching out like they're really making kang like you know they're really they're, they're gonna have to lay him in so carefully like but they can't forget it at all either like along the way like man it just it feels like the multiverse should have been should have been just maybe two chunks two phases together and this phase here for phase four just or phase five call it something else because it yeah. doesn't feel very multiversal i've 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 said this i mentioned on the last show i think phase four has been very disjointed there's no clear direction on how they want to go with this thing because yeah. yes when you introduce this idea of multiverse where you can have all these characters running around it really gets complicated i, I think i probably said this months ago or even last year when this was all, I was learning all this stuff, and I was just saying, this is going to get real complicated if they're not careful. And I feel like we're getting to that point where it's almost frustrating to a point where I'm just like, I don't care. You know, just just tell me a simple story again. That's that's all I need. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, of course, I'm going to be there. We're gonna we're gonna watch them. We're gonna discuss those films. But they, boy, they've got to do something here to get me excited again because they're they're not doing it. Nothing at Comic Con that I've seen so far has got me just like, oh, I'm amped up and I need to go to the movies now and actually spend some money on this product. 
Right, because you, you didn't, you know, you knew Marvel Comics existed, but you weren't a comic book guy nope. growing up. So yeah. this is, you know, you're, and you're more than a casual fan because you've been watching these fucking things for like 11 years now. So yes. you're a very dedicated fan, but there's still, for you, you're about, you're their demo, what they're going for, basically, as far as like your watchability. Like you didn't know anything about it and you've been giving them your money for over a decade. You're right who they're That's going for. That's exactly you're what You're starting I mean. to not give a shit. So yes. they, re- <laughs> they really need to change something I am, up. Yeah, I'm not the comic book reader, so I don't, like I've, yeah. I've, I've heard about uh, Secret Invasion uh, from you. I've, I've learned that stuff and just doing some research, but I didn't know about that. Like, it, it, the same way, I mean, a lot of it was done when I was doing Phase 1 through 3. Like, I was learning that stuff, but mm. it was easier stories to understand. Like, you had mm-hmm. your clear, you know, original Avengers, right? So you could easily look at back and see who these characters were. You didn't have to do a lot of yeah. research. But it's now they're into this point where they're like, okay, we're following this crazy storyline now. And... You know, there's there's so much stuff we want you to watch, especially in the form of TV instead of movies anymore. Now it's like oh, yeah. you got to sit through six hours of this stuff. And as we've discussed with about many of these TV shows, is that a lot of these shows don't need to be six episodes long or eight episodes long. They could probably cut half the episodes out and still tell the same story, but they want to stretch it out, right? They oh, want to keep people so, subscribed. <laughs> Dude, have you? Not to cut you off, but have you heard how many episodes Daredevil's going to be? I don't even want to know. <laughs> 18. Are you, for a season? Yeah. Are they like the 50 minute long episodes too? I have no idea. But I mean, I don't know if they, okay, I really like Netflix's Daredevil. Yeah, I, mean, I know, I, I know, you've spoken very highly I, a, of it. I, yeah, I adore that series, but each one was only maybe 47 minutes, and each season was what? 10, uh, no, 13 episodes each season. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of filler episodes in that series. Yes, there That series is. should have been maybe 9, 10 episodes tops. And you could could have cut out a lot of drag time. But to give it 18 fucking episodes, man, I don't know if they can keep the writing tight enough to keep people around for that long. I, I would agree. Fuck. That is a, that's a Dude. tall order when you're... When that's you're you know, you're talking about an action series. You know, this is not some, you know, 20 minute ep- per episode sitcom you're talking about. You <laughs> right. know, where it's, you know, you're writing this stuff weekly and you're just putting mm-hmm. stuff out. You got a team of writers and, and, and you get it out there. No, this is something yeah. they have to, they got to spend some real money on to produce this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, oh, that, that's not you exciting. You got Charlie me. Cox back and Vincent D'Onofrio. It's, you know, and you have high standards too. You have such a, a rabid fan base with this Daredevil series. Like, the fans are basically what kept this thing alive at Netflix for three years. And they're the ones who got it revived, right? It basically, yeah, because they wouldn't shut the fuck up about Charlie Cox being Daredevil. And it just, it's one of those weird things that just came to life and, you know, whatever lined up, lined up. And here they're running off with more episodes than what they've ever had in a brand new season. And they set that up in the last Spider Man movie, right? So they just brought it yeah. back and said, yep, he's still there. Yep. He's in this universe. And we will well, show him. Well, you know, it's. Okay, here's here's the way they left it. That we're to understand that oh, that's Matt Murdock. We know he's Daredevil, but he's not quite Netflix Daredevil. He's a, he's a it's okay. a he's a variant. He's the MCU version of Daredevil, but basically most things are still the same. He still has this history with Kingpin. You know, he's still blind. He still has his powers. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So it's yeah. But so he's not quite the one we know, but he's basically the one we know. Yeah, it's 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 get rid of all the crap that people didn't like. We'll keep the stuff that they do like and move forward. Yeah, with it, right. Which is how they're moving on from Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no, they're not making more Iron Fist, are they? 
They will, but I think they'll do it properly this time and, oh. you know, leave Finn Jones the fuck out of it. God, I just, I, yeah. See, every time, like, I feel comfortable or, or start feeling good about it, like, you mention something else that just, like, brings me back down. I'm just like, come on, guys. I'm like, why is it that they're they're reaching so deep into the bag here? I mean, you brought Moon Knight. I, I enjoyed Moon Knight. I think it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But apparently, like, yeah, he's like a C or D list, you know, level superhero, right? They're okay. really digging he's... deep for this stuff. What? Well, the I don't know how true this is, but there there's a rumor that basically Marvel's just trying not to fill time, but they're trying to put as much stuff as they can forward now to buy as much uh, space as they can for the X-Men to officially become theirs. Because apparently if they were to produce something before a certain amount of time, uh, the producers of the Fox movies mm-hmm. would get credit for the the Marvel versions and maybe pay. Like, it's just something I read online. It could be bullshit, sure. but it that seems to be like, you know, that's what people are saying at least, is that they're waiting on making X-Men, any X-Men properly movies so that it's completely Marvel and nothing tied to Fox whatsoever. Yeah, I mean... And if that's the case, then that's that would explain why there's no X-Men announcements, and even though we know that that they're Marvel properties, like, there's, a, there's no X-Men announcements from now through Phase 6. Granted, Phase... Uh, Phase six does have a bunch of open dates still, so you have to figure Deadpool three is going to be in there yes. somewhere. They have some time to fill, but you know, it just I mean it, it makes sense that they're trying to just take up space until they can get their hands that, on the mutants. But that irritates me at, at the same time because I'm just like, okay, if you're just putting product out for the product's sake, you know, that doesn't right. get me aside. No, I would rather you spend time and put together a solid, cohesive saga that's going to keep yeah. me interested for years on end. Yeah, I'll keep coming back. But if you're just like, well, I'm just going to put something together. We, we, we cobbled together these three storylines that we read in the comics, and we're going to just put it all together and, and shovel right. it out to you, you yeah. know, in, in television form, no less. Yeah, you're yeah. going to start alienating, alienating people like myself, you know, who's not a diehard comic book fan. But I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan of the product. I'm used to a good, solid product of you got you know, Marvel putting out. And if they start slinking away from that it's it's like yeah why why am i bothered why am i going to put forth the money right but yeah pretty uh quiet comic-con as far as things are concerned not really uh you know a whole lot of news yeah i'd imagine that's kind of disappointing if you are a fan who's especially if this is your first comic-con back and you're regular to it like you, you yeah were probably all excited for all the panels they would have and like nothing real exciting has come out you know to... oh well they announced they're doing that uh the Walking Dead movies, series now. I don't know. I don't. I don't do you? Who fucking still watches that? Yeah, that's a great question because <laughs> you know I mean? it is not Jesus. me. Like I could care less about that product. I don't know one person who still does, man. Yeah, but how is it still on shit. the air? <laughs> it's, it's been around as long as the MCU, man. Fucking, you tell me. I don't get it. Like I, I stopped watching after like season four. <laughs> yeah, <show>. man. <laughs> it just got way too repetitive for me, so I just, I got, I was done. Oh, fucking A, dude. Yeah, it's uh, way too much. And they've probably killed off, like, all the main characters on that thing, haven't they? I mean, statistically, they fucking should have, at least by this point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they, yeah, because they what? They averaged one of those main characters a season, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. by now, it should be all, it's the Young Avengers right now, basically, <laughs> fucking leading the way against the zombies. <laughs> Shit. Oh, and we've, Marvel Zombies. That's going to be a show on fucking Disney Plus, too. Oh, my Skip God. Right no, 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 I did see Yeah, they're that, doing yes. an animated series on that one. Yeah, yeah. I did see that there are they're also going to be new episodes of uh, What If what as if. well. What so If, yeah. I, 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 I figure those are going to be some of those ties and tie-ins to the next movies that are coming out. 
Man, when's the Mandalorian new season coming out? That's not till next year. It's not until right? next February, right? I think. That's oh, what it was. was it February twenty twenty three? So it, it, it's Ant Man's competition, basically. It's the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, they might have me on that one then. Cause, yeah. Because at fair. least they haven't like. As crazy it is as all the some of the crummier Star Wars movies that have come out, they haven't burned me out yet on Star Wars yet. But that's probably because they haven't made a Star Wars series, you know, like one after another on Disney Plus yet. They've just done Mandalorian and Boba Fett. But we're we're gonna get into that world too though when we get Andor and you know, all even, those other series. Even Boba Fett being as bad as it was felt too close to Mandalorian's release date. I was almost like, you oh, know, this is a bit too close. Well, yeah, that's all that's all Boba Fett was turned out to be was just like, yeah, this is a preview for you guys who are waiting all this time to wait for Mandalorian season three. Here's right. something we can give you. Like yeah. you don't give somebody their own show and then put the another character two episodes into the middle of it and just say, yep, it's just that person. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have not gone back and watched the book of Boba. I have gone back and watched that episode. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, I will bet you if I pulled a hundred people, I bet you a hundred people would say the same thing and said, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone back and watched that series. However, I did watch the episode. Right. Survey says I watched the Mandalorian episode of the book of Boba Fett. Yep. Oh, that, and that's so sad. What a disappointment that show was. Yeah, I don't think that was getting a second season, which isn't mm-hmm. too surprising, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, Boba Fett and his crowd of, uh, you know, Dr. Oh, Seuss the, characters. The steampunk Dr. Seuss biker <laughs> yes. kids, yeah. So stupid. They're fun. God. Well, uh, D23, like Disney's Comic-Con, is coming up in September, so that's in a few weeks, so I'm sure we'll get... They have to give us like some some Star Wars. They're going to give us a ton of Star Wars. I guarantee it. Is it too much hope for a new Mandalorian trailer? I think you. I think it's very safe to say you'll get something, something oh, as a teaser. I mean, just a, uh, you know, just a short, you know, Pedro Pascal saying something, and you know, right. the Mandalorian sign comes up. Whatever you're going to get teased with something, and then it's going to yeah. say, you know, new season starting, you know, this date. So, yeah, that that gives me hope. Um, yeah, I mean, I still want to watch like you know the Andor series and see what that's about. I'm very curious about Andor. Yeah, I mean, I loved Rogue One, so I, I think they could do something with that. Because number one, because they're trying to like, oh, we'll tell a story about other characters you haven't learned a lot about, mm-hmm. you know, outside of Skywalker. So as long as they don't have Chewbacca show up or or shit, I don't even want to see the Mandalorian or Baby Yoda or anybody show up in that series. Just stand alone. Just give me some. The uh, the Star Wars show I'm most excited to see is coming out next year. Also, uh, the Acolyte. That's the one based in the High Republic era. Yeah, no, I could definitely go with that. I think that's gonna. I'm be... really excited to see that. Like, I, mean, I haven't even seen footage one of it. Like they they just announced the star of the show. Like the, the first casting announcement was made, and already I'm like, I can't wait for that show. Yeah, I don't know what has taken them so long to really go with this idea. So, I mean, you, you play the Star Wars games, right? That always come out yeah. there, and you mm-hmm. certainly probably played like Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old yep. Republic Part Two. So, mm-hmm. like, consistently, any any time you look at this stuff, like Knights of the Old Republic, the video game, the, the computer game like constantly ranks as like one of the highest rated games of any Star Wars movie based on the fact that it's just simply telling a story of the days of yore, right? Yeah. So naturally, wouldn't you think the next step is I need to make a movie about this stuff? (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand what's taking them so long. And now they're just getting to it. And at this point, they they better not disappoint me because I have been... Like excited for something like this to come along. It's been a lot of buildup, like old timey Jedi. Like, yeah, you 
That's what I want to see. I mean, give me something. Yeah, in their heyday. I, I mean, I've seen everything else. Give me their heyday now and, and let them. I, I want to learn like a new Jedi I can follow on, you know, an adventure's yeah. on. And that's all I need. It, I want to see how much different Baby Yoda looks from Baby Grogu. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he'll, he'll be showing up, right? Like, Oh, dude, for sure. If it He's is a Lucas, it's show. a Lucasfilm product, you know, Disney's yeah. making it. They've got to at least cross the streams a little bit and bring a character in that we know just to, just to make fans feel safe. You know, yep. yeah, you're still in the same universe. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's still Star Wars. Yeah. Look, dude, there's little Yoda. Everybody's fr- stop freaking out. Yeah, we know this is what pisses you off, but hey, mm-hmm. we're going to do it anyway just to make you feel safe. Yeah. <sighs> Good <laughs> Lord. I know. I wonder how much time they're going to spend on Tatooine in that series. It's going to be a few Oh, that'll be the first planet sure. they, they visit, you know. <laughs> Gotta be just right. Just to talk to Jabba the Hutt. They're like, hey, how you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. How? Wait, he can't live forever. Like, how? Is, does he live for thousands of years? I have the no Hutt? idea. Like, I, oh, it's, it'll shit. probably be like that Rebels movie where it's just like oh, a Stinky man. the Hutt or whatever he was. You know, yeah. it'll, just, it'll be a baby Jabba instead. And it's like, oh, look, oh, it's Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> God. Well, at least C-3PO and R2-D2 can't be in it for Are sure. Are you sure about I mean, that? I'm, I'm positive. There's no way they could be in that series. I don't know. They, 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 Astromechs have no life, right? No lifespan. <laughs> Well, but Vader invented them. Well, no, he didn't invent R2, did he? No, Shit. no. How long has R2 been around? R2 oh is God. on Naboo, at least. We know that. Oh, no. Because of episode one, we meet him on the uh, Naboo cruiser. Is that R2's backstory? You see the first droid ever created? Is that why he No, because he's just like, he's like a, just a, a bunch of droids all on that ship that get oh, up there. To, okay, and he's right, the only yeah. one that, like, survives. So, oh. which... God Shit. damn it, George He's Lucas! He's gonna be in that show too, isn't he? He will. Like, I guarantee it. Like, they just gotta keep up that damn continuity. It. Like, like we gotta, you know, even though he's dead, we still gotta give Kenny Baker some uh, credit. Yeah, know? for sure. That's fair. Because I mean, <laughs> those are the same characters that show up. Like, like C three PO and and R two are like the only two characters that have really shown up in every Star Wars movie. Basically, they've been in everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you just you don't have to do it. Like, I, I just want to yell and scream at the producers and the directors and and writers and anybody just like you don't have to put that in there yeah i understand you want to sell toys but who the fuck's buying toys of r2 (laughs) well i mean (laughs) i look a little bit to my left i have a few thousand piece r2d2 statue i put together out of lego so that's fair that's fair i mean yeah (laughs) but i mean honestly though like so it's hard for us we've talked about this in the past you know we're we're not young spring chickens anymore right Mm-mm. I mean, we've been around for, you know, a good 40-some years. Mm-hmm. So we are still the target audience of these Star Wars movies. Yeah, younger generations, like, the, most of them are like, I, I really don't know what Star Wars is. I, I've seen an episode of The Mandalorian or, or yeah, I've, I've seen the new Jedi series, you know. the Right. You know, and, and yeah, we didn't like it, so we're not going to go back to it. You know, why do you got to sell us R2 toys anymore? I mean, we know who R2 is for the day, till the day we die. I mean, we're the generation that grew up with R2 on our pillowcase. <laughs> to the day you stuff me in my, into my R2-D2 casket and it goes... Yes! <laughs> yes. You know Would that I mean? not be the greatest thing in the world? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm actually putting a note down in my last Will and Testament. Right. Because I want to annoy the shit out of people every chance I get. Yeah, even in death, I, I, yeah. will, I will piss somebody off. And I wanted to play a little hologram of me, dressed like Leia, given the line. Yes. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Instead of the eternal flame, it'll be me just eternally giving a hologram, asking for help from Obi-Wan The same Kenobi. message over and over. Yeah, over and over again. <laughs> oh, 
You get a couple of solar panels, man, you're good for a while. You're on, you know, pays for itself. I think I could probably pull that off if I win the Mega Millions, you know, coming there up. There you go. So- <laughs> like, oh my God, you win a billion dollars. Did you buy a house? No. No. Did you buy your mom a house? No, I didn't buy that. What would you buy? I got the, a replica R2-D2 to guard me as a mausoleum. Yes. And if you ever approach it, it pushes this button here. Boop, beep, boop. <laughs> I'm just like Leia, and I give the Obi-Wan speech. Oh, God, wouldn't that be, I would just, uh, that'd be great. I, I can't say, I would I would love it. There are far worse ways to be memorialized. Yeah, remembered, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, People man. would come far and wide to push this button, like, who was this guy? Like, I don't know, but look how dope But he was, um, he was a big Star Wars fan. Big Star Wars yes. fan, yeah. Lucas drives by and throws some garbage at it and just fucking peels off. Yeah. He's like, he's like, this guy's even richer than I. Well, that, that's not true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even with a billion dollars, I couldn't be more wealthy than that man. No, he's still raking in the Star Wars books. Yeah. That's a long time to be <laughs> to be cashing that in. <laughs> yeah, and he pro- sadly, yes, he will probably beat me to that moment, you know, and uh, to the end of life, but. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, Midichlorians I, are a real thing. He's actually discovered them. He He's, might, yeah. Actually, he could. He might be living forever. Right. Oh, God damn it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, uh, with Comic-Con being over, it was a pretty exciting weekend, given all the news that's coming out. And then coming into the week, to start the week off right, we had a new episode of Better Call Saul. Oh, and man. Much to my enjoyment, uh, the first episode back, Nippy, it was all present Gene Takovic timeline, which we had we talked thought, about it like for a while. We like theorized. we thought, like yeah, yeah, there would be a Gene centric episode coming in, and you know, again, I didn't think it'd be this early, but there it is. Yeah, they get it, <laughs> Front and, and center, and it's the whole episode is there to yeah. wrap up the taxi driver, right? <laughs> and also, one other thing too, like the, the the show starts off with a new opening. Oh, I, I love the opening. I thought that was so clever. The okay. VHS. Do you have any thoughts on, on, on like, yeah, like on its deeper meaning for the whole, for the whole show? Like, because you know, Gilligan doesn't waste any kind of, any kind of footage. No, whatsoever. that's true. He so doesn't. What, what are we supposed to take away from that? that so new I opening? didn't. Do you have any thoughts? I didn't think too deeply into this. I thought he was just going. Yeah, we're going into a modern time where. When we first met Gene in the very first episode mm-hmm. of Better Call Saul, like he goes home at night, pours himself a drink, pulls the box of stuff out that's all better, uh, that's all Saul Goodman, and just yeah. watches the videotapes over and over again. It's because um, they they do this throughout the opening um, of the entire series throughout throughout every episode. So if you watch it, like there's there's the 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 four pictures of something and it gets discolored and stuff like that. And they'll scramble yeah. out. It's like a videotape being worn out. Oh, so I, th- I think it's just okay. a theme they run with, but this one I thought was really clever. Cause it was just a, a simple VHS like title screen you would see back in 1985. <laughs> How many people watching that were just like, what the hell does that mean? Dude, I, I was looking at it. No I, was like, I was like, wait, wait, is this a commercial? And then I was like, Oh, it says better call Saul. And that's all Vince Gilligan underneath. I was like, right. Ah, I got you guys. That was awesome. I love it. Yeah. For those who have never seen a VHS tape, like when the tape would break or couldn't play or the tracking was off or whatever other myriad of, of issues <laughs> yes. would cause up and not allow you to watch fucking watch your movie, uh, the blue screen of death would pop up. And man, it was, I had, I don't know the last time I saw it. I, I can't place a date. It's been that long. Do you even have a VCR in your house anymore? 
No. Oh, yeah, I don't either. I wish I did still. I just And I, I have VHS tapes. Yes. I have a fucking VCR. Which, which is crazy, though, because I'm sure, like, some of those VHS tapes you'd probably be afraid to put into a VCR and play Oh, now. my God, dude, yeah. Like, I had a PlayStation die, and I was just thinking, like, man, if Fright Night 2 was in there, I'd have cracked that fucking PlayStation up. Yeah, that disc you'd have to sacrifice it. i tell you that, yeah. Fuck that. Got eaten my movie. <laughs> yeah, especially especially one like that that it's, it's pretty hard to find for... Or, yeah, some of the, like, the, the old Mystery Science Theater DVDs I have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't want to lose those shit. things. Those are man. gold, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck it. I would just be crushed. Yeah, but it's almost to the point now where it's like, do I really want to risk watching this now? Yeah, yeah. You, you just don't take the risk. Just to just yeah. admire the box, like like all the collection, all this toys in your collection and anything else. Like You just kind of admire it. You don't really play with the toys. You're just like, yep. I mean, I, I sometimes play with the toys, but okay. nothing else. <laughs> so you're a cool collector then. You're not one of those, right. those stuck-up collectors. No, 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 no. You, you have to enjoy it. But, I mean, as far as, uh, as, far as a VHS tape goes... I don't even know. I don't. What's the shelf life on the glue that holds the the, the tape on the reel? Actually, <laughs> that's a good a good idea. You know what I mean? Ooh, I, I don't know. Um, it can't like, be more than like thirty years, right? Okay, so basically, like I'm in the danger zone right now if I ever try to watch the tapes I have. <laughs> so I think you would definitely be risking it uh, trying yeah. to play it. Um, well, that said, I, I I take you back because I we we had recently got a bunch of old videotapes. And really? we, we, we are trying to get a VCR. We, we have one that we can't record from, but we, we were able to play at least a video and it's, it played. No way. So, and this was probably from at least the late night, late eighties to early nineties. Were so, you watching old episodes of in living color? No, 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 it wasn't. Okay. It was nothing I recorded. So, okay. um, it was old TV shows from, from, uh, from TV, but. Any old Alf? Were you watching old no, Alf? No, I didn't see anything cool. that old. No, uh, I think this was like it. a quantum or, uh. No. Oh, Quantum Leap. Era, oh no, even. no, no! It was uh, what was the a- V? Remember that alien show V? Holy shit! Yeah. I do. So that was from, yeah. that was obviously from like '89, right? Oh, it might have been earlier than that. Yeah. So Robert England was in that before he was Freddy, wasn't he? I I don't remember. I never watched it, so I think he was. But I believe that was the the show that was on there, and I just like only got caught a couple of uh, frames of it really just to watch. But yeah, the the tape played, so I I know the tapes can can you know hold up. But the difference is these are like regular those old Magnavox or you know Memorex tapes, you know that you would just buy right. at the store. Like it's not money that you invested in the actual copy of the movie, you know, because that right. Like I do, I just as much as I would just love to put my old Star Wars tape in just to watch the original version. Ooh, I, I don't want to ruin it. I, I just can't let it happen. It's like it's that Catch Twenty Two. You you can't ruin it, but you want to watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, V was from 83, 85. Yeah, and uh, Robert England did Nightmare in 84. So, yep, he did V the year before. Yeah, he was a nobody at that time, so. Yeah, it was after he he became a star. They're like, we've got to start putting this guy in more episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's putting out Freddy albums. <laughs> so. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's something I don't own, <laughs> shockingly. So. Yeah, you should. Oh, I, I don't know if I have the strength, like, the- there's only there's only so many okay it, at, at, at my age there's only so much more room for stuff like that I want to allow around me I think that's one of them says says the guy who probably owns like two copies of Robot Jocks I uh, if do different formats count <laughs> yes okay then did, there would be some safe assumptions in there yeah okay anyway 
<laughs> Let's get back to some salt. I mean, if the DVD breaks, I have the Blu-ray on standby. It's brand new. I'm good. Oh my, yeah, because that's that's a movie you got to watch in high definition. You cannot. Oddly that. enough, the DVD was way more expensive than the Blu-ray. <laughs> That's even funnier. That's... I know. I thought it was weird too, man. <laughs> I I don't know. What's worse though is that the fact that like there's there's an actual Blu-ray copy, or you actually paid for a Blu-ray copy of it. You'd be supr- you can order almost anything like you know if you're sitting on your phone, <laughs> bored enough, <laughs> and, and Google's listening to you and saying, "Oh, you might be interested in this." Right. Uh, like, well, I already had the DVD. I could get the Blu-ray as backup. And it was like, well, I don't know, maybe. Maybe I should just go to bed and watch Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Went and did that. And then Google's like, yes, ordering Swamp Thing. Right. <laughs> like, what's Adrian Barbeau up to these days? And, yeah. you know, then you fall down like a rabbit hole and, you know. <laughs> yep, you get, end up with a copy of The Fog, you know, Creep Basically, Show. Basically, yeah. And, uh, That's how I saw Creep and... Show again, yeah. <laughs> like, this movie's pretty weird. I forgot how weird this movie is. Yes, very strange. Uh, but it has there's a certain charm to it. Yeah, it you does. Know. It does. I, I it really it. does. It's it's worth going back and watching if you haven't gone back in a while. It's it's at, at least once a year if you're in the, the usual horror kick like coming into the fall season and things like that. It it'd be fair to give that one a a, a play yeah. every year. I think yeah, it's worth it. no more than once a year. It's, that would wear thin. It's worth it. Way better than uh, Carpenter's body bags. <laughs> sure, it's awful. <laughs> Boy, that, that's not an easy watch. Ooh, at all, it's man. not. It's not. It's not worth even going back to during Halloween time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't do it either. Seems like it's always on streaming, but it's not good. It's bad. It, it yeah. Amazon has that every as soon as fucking Leaf One drops, they're like, "Here's body bags." It's like, "No, thank you." Amazon. Yeah, you're like, "Nope, pass." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Watched I'm it good. a long time ago. Don't need to see it again. Yeah. I'll stick with George Romero. Thanks. <laughs> and for God's sakes, even Stephen King. Even Stephen King, yeah. Starring in Creepshow. Oh, sh- yeah, I keep, yeah, uh, Jordy. The Lonesome, Lonesome Life. Yeah, yeah, Jordy yeah, that's right. Whatever. Thank you. Yeah. That was it. Ed Harris doing the greatest dance, you know, I've yeah, ever seen his, in my his life. Great dance scene. Yeah. Ted Danson shows up with Leslie Nielsen. Damn, yeah, that's right. Jesus, is that a cast where most of the people are dead? That movie's so old. Well, Ted Danson's still alive, but I think Adrian Yeah, but Barbero he and Adrian Barbeau might be about it. Everyone else might be dead in that. Ed, Ed, well, Ed Harris is still alive. Yeah, but, uh, okay, uh, what, Tom Atkins? Tom Atkins is definitely alive. That dude will live forever. Is he really? Yeah. So, damn, maybe most of the cast yeah, is like, actually alive. I think most of the cast is alive, yeah. I think Hal Holbrook might be the one who's really dead. Oh, and the guy who's in the uh, 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 the Roaches one episode, he, he's dead, too. Oh, he was one of the grandpas in Christmas Vacation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, him and Hal, Hal Holbrook, the, you know, the playing the husband of Adrian Barbeau. He's, he's yeah. Been, yeah. Hal Holbrook was a really good actor. Yeah, he recently passed away, I think, this year. So. Really? Yep. Jesus. Man, it's a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, if you, if you watched a mob movie growing up <laughs> at our time frame, Jesus. most of those guys aren't around right now, and they all went within a couple Fucking, of weeks. Yeah, Ray Liotta and now Paul Servino. Yeah. Jesus. It's like, I don't even want to look at Robert De Niro right now and look at him wrong and say, you stay alive, man, forever. Like, we just watched that, that Samaritan trailer. It's like, how old Stallone? It's like, holy shit, he's 76. 76, like, oh my yeah. God. I mean, all yeah. those people we grew up watching on TV, watching those action movies, watching whatever it was, they're all old now. And Seagal's outliving them. It's fucking Fuck a travesty, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a travesty. Oh, my God. Oh, what an asshole. I can't watch any more of his movies. I think I'm officially done. 
I hope you aren't watching any more of them. No, no, like not even like not even going back to his old ones. Like even like some of his old, you know, quote good movies, (laughs) just hard to kill. Man, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they're not under siege, dog shit. Like the the one with he and fucking James Forsyth is just oh, or William Forsyth rather. God, which which one was that? I don't even remember. Hard to not hard to kill. Not hard to kill. Um, Murder for a night or something. (laughs) I don't fucking know. They're all the same. They all they all have the same kind of name. Like yeah, hard to kill and. Death something and uh, Death warmed over. I don't know what Jesus. fucking name of those movies are. Uh, let's see, blah blah. Hard to kill. Mark for death. Out for justice. On deadly dude. They're all the fucking same title. Oh my deadly god. Deadly ground. I forgot about that one. The the oil. <laughs> he was finding the environmentalist. Mercenary. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. God. Yeah. Not not Arlie Ermy's best. Uh, you know, proudest moments no. to have to be in that one. If it's all I can do, I will champion any cause behind the city of Lansing to to not have a sign erected in Steven Seagal's honor. Is that where he's from? He's yeah, he was born here. I'll be like, not born here, Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to claim this. We you just own this you. One. Yeah. You don't get this one, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> James Conn went to college in East Lansing, he gets this city. Yeah, there you off. go. I name there it. Rename the city. Shit. Give him anything. Man. Right. <laughs> oh, boy, I know it's rough now because like Elf is like the only thing, the only fucking thing HBO Max is advertising me every time I open the goddamn apps. Like, do you want to watch Elf? It's like way to bum me out, man. Yeah, <laughs> start yeah, off with thing. Thanks for kicking the balls again. Seriously, Jesus. Like, at least wait till the Christmas times. So like, at least feel a little jolly while I'm trying to, you know, be brought down. I know, right? Man, and Christmas beer before you know it, we'll be talking horror movies and Harry Potter. In Jesus, a blink. you're right, man. I mean, we are. We're 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 right into August. I mean, man. Yeah. God, what? Time just flies. Time keeps on slipping, man. <laughs> not just pretty words. Yeah, we we've only got three episodes left of Saul left on that one, so that will be done by. Okay, thank time. you. So, as far as what's left, okay, a little bit of a spoiler. The next episode itself is titled "Breaking Bad." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Who do you think that's gonna definitely show up? the one. Right, thank you. That's definitely the Walt and Jesse episode. So then after that, we still have two left. Do we... With the episode being titled Breaking Bad, it's obvious it'll be some disjointed storytelling and the fact that they're going to come back to to Breaking Bad era Saul's timeline mm-hmm. where everything's in color. So are the last two episodes, do any of them also stay in that timeline or do we all go back to Gene for the last two episodes? Well, I think we'll get to Gene in the last episode. We got to have some finality in, to in that the finale story. finale. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yes, I think you might get two episodes because Odenkirk kind of dropped it out too, that, you know, uh, Walt and Jesse may show up in more than one episode. How? I, what, what story could they possibly I don't know. tell with, with I have those no two idea what they could put. All I can think of is they might do some like flash forward kind of things, like maybe get into the Better Call, uh, Better Call Saul timeline post Kim, and then maybe some flash uh, forwards to like this. The next episode being called Breaking Bad is going to be right. Like, yeah, Saul's actually going to finally break bad and just right. you know be the Saul that we know, just the dirtbag lawyer who's you know out to make a buck and that's it. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 this is the biggest mystery we've had. I think of this entire series is how what what is Walt and Jesse really going to do in this? Are we going to get, you know, Walt's you know teaching a class and Jesse in his in his chemistry class or something? 
So Aaron, Aaron Paul, who's you know in his mid forties, playing high school. <laughs> yeah, playing high school. <laughs> it's like uh, it's nineteen eighty five again, where yeah, all, no shit, all right? teenagers were played by thirty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we get Anthony Michael Hall to play his fucking you know his buddy the football team all red? Holy <laughs> yes. shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's it. I'm blown away. I don't know what they're gonna do. They've they've thrown curveballs at us. Like we have done nothing every week, but guess but, you know theorize <laughs> on what's gonna happen, and yeah. we are consistently like off mm-hmm. like where this is going to go i mean the closest we can say we've claimed some victory here is like like yeah they're going to have a gene episode uh, good for us you know we called right. that one okay yeah <laughs> does it feel disjointed to you at all like them hopping back and forth between timelines like this or no. are you okay with it yeah i'm fine with it because the wrapping up storylines and that's that is one of the most important things you want to do without doing it in a rushed manner you don't right. just like wait till the last episode to tie up all your all your storylines like they did in uh, uh, Game of Thrones and stuff like, like that. Every series, you know, every they episode. just yeah they try to get to the end and that's it. And we're just like, well, we're done. Okay, suck it. I'm taking my paycheck. Go. Yeah, they're... are they taking too much time with three episodes left? No, like, do they have enough story for three episodes. I think they got more than enough story. Like I really. Yeah, I I oh, I just yeah, feel like they have to touch up. We still have to touch base with Kim too, right? Exactly. If we get something with Kim, we don't know we're ever going to get that again. I I still believe that we're going. She's going to show up somewhere, um, for better or for worse. She's going to show up in the Gene timeline. Yeah, I think maybe maybe she's a lawyer someplace else. Maybe she's she has to defend uh, Jimmy at this point. For something he gets pinched for, um, you know, visits him in jail, or you know, what I would love, I would love for it. I mean, it's 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 hokey, but them just riding off into the sunset and they just go off on their own adventures, and we don't follow them ever again. Like together, like yeah. it's just those two. It's just left to your imagination. These two found each other again, and go. Like I, like I would love to see that where they get together and they pull off one final con, right? You know, to get things done. Except. Like kind of like as they would end the the uh, last episode of the first season, uh-huh. where uh, Jimmy goes back to visit his friend. Uh, name's escaping me, but uh, he, he goes back to visit his friend, and they they spend that whole time just going through living their old life and conning everybody. But it's sadly at the end, his friend dies. Like you know, it's that whole oh yeah, you can't live forever. Right, but, you know, this is how this adventure ends, and it, huh. it's really sad. Maybe they do something like that with this one with Kim. Except I would hope they just go with the happy ending and say they get to go off and be happy. You know, everybody else right. dies. I mean, well, I guess to I guess Jesse. Jesse gets a happy ending at the end finally, right? Yeah. After all the shit he's been through. And they confirmed too, like thanks to Gene, like the conversations he was having, the timeline too is like this. The Gene Takovic timeline is only a month after Breaking Bad ended. Yeah. So so yeah, the 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 conversation you have with the security guard, you realize yeah. that it's like October of 2010 that all that is going on. Right. So I like, and that's one thing I love about that show is like, it's it yes, it's like in your face, like yeah, we're simply telling you, but it's a clever way of telling you. This is if you're if you're smart enough to use the internet, you can kind of go out and figure out exactly when <laughs> when these conversations are happening. So I, I like Boy, that. What a, what a statement that is. Yeah, I'm not I'm not <laughs> such a snob, you know. When I, I've I've talked some shit about people's writing and stuff, but you know I'm not such a snob when it comes to stuff. I like some simple stuff like that. It's it's kind of nice. Yeah. 
because trust me when they brought those things i was like the first thing i was doing was like while i'm watching it was getting on the internet and, and wikipedia like yeah nebraska football when did they play Lewis texas Martinez, the quarterback yeah, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, last week Texas, next week Oklahoma State. I said, like, like, let me find that schedule. Bam, there it is, 2010. Right. So, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty well done. And I like this, oh. too, because we got to see, you know, no matter what Gene is doing, like, he, he didn't go full on dark. He's not killing anybody. But my question is, though, like, did he scam the guy just to get him like to stop fucking with him, basically, right? Because they threatened him at the yeah. end, right? Yeah, that's the whole point of the scam, at least what we're getting, is, look, I've got you now. You want, you want to come back and try to blackmail me? Guess what? I got nothing to lose. Because he said this before, too, you know, that in the very first, uh, or one of, the fir- one of the episodes in the first season, he's like, yeah, something you got to uh-huh. know about me is I've got nothing to lose. I think he's taking that same attitude of like, look, you want to come back for more? You want to blackmail me? I will take you down now because your right. your hands are just as dirty as mine now. Doesn't matter. You're going to jail. Right. So at the end with Gene in the mall and he's looking at like the, the very Saul kind of clothing and he's starting to piece together a suit. At the end when he kind of just kind of put it on the rack, was that him saying goodbye to Saul or was that him maybe saying, you know, Saul's not quite gone? I took the latter. I took it as he once again went right back into slipping Jimmy mode Mm. which is, you know, basically just it, Slipping Jimmy is, you know, you better call Saul, or Saul Goodman, I should say, is the alter ego of that. And, right. yeah, he's looking at me, he's like, yeah, this is what I feel comfortable with. This is, this is what I want. But he, at the same time, he's like, I'm still not going to just expose myself yet. Right. <laughs> We're going right. to get that, I think, towards the last episode, is like where he's not going to be able to help himself or something's going to force him to to acknowledge that he's Saul Goodman. Jesus. Hmm. I can't wait. I mean, they've... All right, well, you, you've got me You've got me excited for the last year. Like, after seeing the Gene story, I was thinking, like, what else could they possibly go back to that timeline to tell? But no, no, I'm, I'm quite curious. With this writing crew, like... Yeah. And just the creative minds that they got working for this thing, I have all the faith in the world that we're going to get something really good for the last couple episodes. And more importantly, we're going to get a really good ending to a series that I really love. Yeah, and this one, uh, I think, even if you don't, like, binge Breaking Bad right after it, like, it's got watchability on its own. Oh, it certainly does. Like, I I can't wait to get through this so I can just start over. Like, I, I, <laughs> I what I really want to do once Breaking Bad is done, or, I'm sorry, yeah. Better Call Saul, I want to start back at Breaking Bad and start going through, because it's like watching the Marvel movies, like, phase one through three, where you uh-huh. go back and you watch it and you see... The, the, the writing, the tight writing that they've done, and they said, oh, look, they made a callback to this in Better Call Saul. And like, oh, yeah, okay, they're tying that together now. And now I can, you know, even if they didn't even intend to do it, I can start playing the game in my mind where I'm, like, starting to connect things that, that may or may not be there. But that's a part of the fun. Right. Like, Kim, with that uh, with that air freshener and then the taxi driver. Yes. Air freshener. Yeah. yeah. Is there a tie? Yes, of course there's got to be some kind of tie, but maybe there's not. It's just well, them having fun. I wanted to, to ask you specifically, but is there what do you what do you think about that? Is there something more to that air freshener? I, I at this now after watching this this last episode, I don't think there is. I think it's just a reminder that yes, uh-huh. that this guy was from Albuquerque. But however, now there is a line dropped at the end of this one where the, the uh, 
the uh, cab driver's mother actually mentions in there that, yeah, my son had a pretty rough life. He got in with a bad crowd in Albuquerque. Do they tie that? Was he he running with, you know, the Salamancas? Was he running with, you know, Gus's, you know, crew and stuff like that? Or maybe with with those guys who had Jesse. Yes. I mean, any one of those things. Maybe they tie that together. Who knows? But it's it's like that. That's how good they are with the writing, though, is they'll they'll drop something that you think is pretty insignificant. Yeah. And then they'll show up and say, hey, remember, we, we mentioned this. We're not lying to you. We brought it up. Right. Here you go. So, yeah, I, 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 I can't remember a time when I was really so excited every week for an episode to drop. But the, I am like this, too. Like, I get I get through normally when Sunday gets here. I'm just like, ugh, I got to get ready for a whole week of work. Man, right. I got to psych myself up. But now, right yeah. now, I can say, man, yeah, I'm, I'm excited because, man, Monday gets here, man. The episode's going to drop. I get to watch it. Yes, can't wait. Yeah, I'm kind of spoiled for the days where there's like a new episode of The Mandalorian on Wednesdays and on Friday there's a new one of the boys or Invincible yeah, or something like that. Yeah, like, like, oh shit. Like right now, we've, we've been saying like for the past several episodes, yeah, there's been a lot of TV. Now I feel yeah. like we're, we're getting into that lag again where we're we're mm-hmm. waiting for the new seasons to come up in the fall, right? And start, yeah. start running again. So, yeah. so we're watching more movies than anything. Yep. Yeah, because we, we definitely have more movies to watch. That is yeah. for sure. Oh so, shit! Speaking of, we watched a movie. <laughs> we did, yes. Holy shit! We we watched the director's cut of RoboCop, and because you uh, you thought this originally this was a canon film, didn't you? I did yeah. because okay. T- to be fair, if you're familiar with the canon movies, it definitely there are some aesthetics to it that it kind of yeah. has a, a canon feel to it, but not in a bad way. Like some of the canon films, they have a certain charm about it to where there's a B-movie quality and, you know, there's just something really likable about it. Uh, Robocop's got that in that it's... They, they touch on some really serious, heavy issues in it, but the lead of the movie is basically a shiny Ninja Turtle and, you know, it it kind of takes the punch out of a lot of things. So, you know, you, you take the good with the bad a bit and, you know, it's... It is what it is. But overall, I think... Uh, this movie is entirely too watchable. I mean, there oh, is so yeah. much to like about this movie. Like, it, it's not a thinker whatsoever. Like, you, there's just unplug your brain and just enjoy it. Basically, I would, I would uh, disagree it, with that. I think there's stuff to think about here. I mean, the the beauty of Vorhoven and his films is he's so satirical with with the stuff he puts out there. <laughs> he is completely making fun of corporate America, you know, oh, the sure. news industry. You know anything you can think of? He, he's building this corruption dystopian in the police future. department. Fucking yeah, everything. Yeah, so I, I, it's a lot of fun to look at that, and it, it's even more crazy is like how spot on he is right now. You know, because this was made, made back in '87 or it was released <laughs> yeah. in '87. There, you know, we're not too far off from the world of 2029 of RoboCop. I feel like we're we're saying that more and more with old movies we watch. Like, boy, how's this shit still applied today? Yeah, art art tends to uh, you know well. In this case, life seems to be imitating art. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's kind of scary how that's working. I mean, yeah. you've got. I mean, he pretty much called it. You know, Detroit did file bankruptcy. I mean, this yep. movie. I mean, so I, I just do a quick uh, summary of this thing. This movie, if you haven't seen it, it's basically it's it's Detroit in 2029. Uh, Detroit is on the brink of failure. Like they're on the brinksmanship of. of uh, bankruptcy and crime is just running rampant. So, in a way to help save the city, the city of Detroit outsources 
services like the police to a company called OCP, which mm-hmm. basically has their hands in everything. Like they military yep. contractors, they make everything right. And, you know, part of this is, well, we want to build a brand new city. We're going to wipe away all of old Detroit and we're going to build a new Detroit on top of it. They're going to call it Delta City. <laughs> so in order for them to do that, though, they've got to get a new uh, a new cheaper method of law enforcement, a new cheaper and more effective method of law enforcement. So their idea is to use robots, essentially, to police the street. Well, as it turns out in this movie, you know, the, the first robot they're gonna, they had to design for it seems like becomes like a killing machine is not is not fit for uh you know police work so the ed 209 yes robocop is basically born out of that um who is uh you know our protagonist of this film uh, frank murphy played by peter weller alex murphy yeah Yeah, he he is essentially gunned down and his body whatever's left of it is used to make the cyborg robocop and he goes out there and basically cleans up crime but in the in the middle of it he has, you know, visions of his old life. He's still uh, trying to, you know, hold on to his humanity and become more human at the same time and not lose that humanity. But at the same time, he's got to get revenge on the people who took his life, took all his humanity away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just it so happens, there. like, the people who robbed him of his, of his life are, I guess, the, the gang at the center of all the... The big drive just, to get yes, crime is terrible. Just happen to be like, yeah, the leaders that were, were going to be the leaders. Because <laughs> right. as it turns out, the big twist is, yeah, the number two guy at the OCP who's running the cops is is the one who's who's kind of driving all the crime. You know, he's palpatining the gangs yes, basically. Essentially, yeah. yes. To get to get Ed two hundred nine on the street, he's got to create more crime. So right. he and to get everything he wants to because he wants to be the number one at OCP. Yeah, he's got to make a deal with the devil, essentially. You know, Clarence mm. Boddicker, who played by Kurtwood Smith, too. I, I just love him as an actor. Just, he's a really good fucking villain. Man. Always plays a, an asshole, no matter what he Jesus does. Jesus Christ, always. what a dickhead he is in this movie. <laughs> yes. It's like every disgusting trait you you had seen in a movie villain, he had every one. Not just some, he had every one. But in this movie especially, this movie. Like, it's just amplified to ten. Like, like he is really menacing in this movie. I remember yeah, when I first sure. saw this, when I was just a young teenager, and I remember just watching this, I was like, man, this guy is evil, man. Right. Like he just He's got a real Dracula away. for the Monster Squad kind of vibe about him. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you shouldn't be scared of any of like, these characters, but you walk away from that guy, and you're like, man... I don't want to be around that guy because he'll just pull a shotgun out and blow me away. Yeah. Okay. And for those, if you have seen the the, the you know Robocop, you know what we're talking about. You understand that there are it being there being so much satire in the movie. A lot of the special effects elements in this are amped up to a Sam Raimi esque kind of level. Yes. I mean that's that's where, a that's a where. Verhoeven trope <laughs> right there. I mean, like you've seen anything he does, Starship Troopers. Uh, basic instinct anything like that he is all about the ultra violence because once again it's satire of violence too he's making fun of total recall he's he's poking fun at the violence too and showing how ridiculous it can be yeah for sure and uh you know so you know the theatrical version of this it's you know, it's it's pretty aggressive. Oh, it's very in aggressive. some areas. You know, the, the first I mean, cut of this thing went to the MPAA. It basically uh-huh. got an X rating. Like, they weren't going to let Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, they were not going to let that pass, and they cut it down for theatrical version. For violence? Yeah. For total, all the violence in it, and that was it. Is, can I ask, is it everything that we saw restored in the, in the yes. director's cut version of this it's movie? It's everything that you see a lot of blood on. That's Because yeah. everything that was cut out, yeah. 
Um, you can probably find it out there on YouTube. There's there's some people who've done like side by side comparisons of mm-hmm. a theatrical cut to the to director's cut, and you can yeah. see, you know, yeah, absolutely. There is so much gore that's added into the director's cut uh, into Verhoeven's vision. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know the last time I had seen the theatrical version, so I got the director's cut for this one. And it's been years since I've seen the theatrical yeah. one. And I didn't know, like, I was talking to you, like, texting you, like, this is, fucking, you know, the usual kind of shit. And I don't know the specific scenes that were changed, like, outside of the ones you told me, like, what for sure was different. Mm-hmm. But those scenes in particular where you're like, this is different, this is different, those parts in the theatrical run were very red. They're, they're tamped like, down. Man, there there's so much there's so many squibs and just blood packs like it's fucking ridiculous. Well, in the director's cut, dude, amplify that shit by like ten because the very first introduction we get to Ed two hundred nine, like yes. the, the the lamer first version of RoboCop, he he blows away this executive in this office and you know it, it it's it's a pretty violent scene, but in the director's cut, it goes on for like another minute like it's done in a few seconds yeah yeah it's literally like five seconds seconds, like this guy is blasted away by like 30 shots in theatrical run it's like it's pretty it's an overwhelming thing to see it's like holy shit like this is that's no joke and the director's cut it goes on and on yeah and on and on so to the point the fucking robot stops and reloads and keeps fucking shooting like that's what it felt like happened in this fucking movie dude it was ridiculous and that's the first fucking scene that's different i was like that's uh, that's a lot yeah and you haven't even got to the, to the, the murphy movie. murder scene yet oh which man, is just dude, so oh much my god so painful it, it, that's Ooh. where kurtwood smith that's where a lot of his like menace comes flying oh, through because as they're just they're decimating poor alex murphy uh, in this scene, he is reveling in every second of it. Just like, sitting back uh, and like smoking a cigarette, like just lighting yeah, it up. Calm as shit. Yeah, like he's watching a fucking Little League game. Like, you know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's vicious. I mean, yeah. But that's what I expect from a Vorhoven film. Like I said, you, you've seen all of his other films. Um, you know, you either like it or you don't. It's not, you know, Rob Zombie esque, where it's just like real visceral and makes you kind of cringe. It's more like, yes, it's just so in your face that it's like, this is, I almost want to laugh at it, how crazy it is, but I also feel right. the pain. Right. You know, Beerhoven has a unique ability to put you in that right position where, yeah, yeah you want to laugh just slightly, but you're also mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is vicious. Boy, this is tough to watch. Yeah. yeah. Love and it. even, and I think as far as like, it, all those like there are a lot of those moments where it's it's pretty violent, but they're balanced really well in this movie. Like the pacing of this movie is fucking excellent. Like it's spot on. Like there's no drag. Like they allow you time to breathe without being overwhelming for like the, the scenes of ultra violence. There's really good humor in it. I mean, it's the the, the practical effects in this movie are fucking Amazing. ridiculously good. Yeah, they're so good for us, for the budget of this movie, which is pretty low. You know, for, Pennies, a, for a mainstream man. movie, I mean, man, they did. Yeah, they a paid lot. nothing. They stretched everything is, out. That's a canon film budget, basically thirteen million. Yeah, essentially. But look what they do with a real director and letting them kind of do what they want to do. I mean, because yeah. yeah, it's a big, it's a big difference from canon mm-hmm. films to Orion films. You know, yeah. Orion is like every time I saw the Orion logo come across screen, <laughs> I knew I was in for a treat. Like you never saw a bad movie come out of Orion. You know, they were a studio that was essentially known for shoveling a lot of money but giving the artists a lot of control it ended up being their downfall really because they just ended up bankrupting themselves but they yeah. they were very much believing in that vision of saying let the artists do what they want to do 
and the product will speak for itself. And it Silence did. Silence of the Lambs, Rambo First Blood, Terminator, yep. fucking, yeah, Dancing with Wolves. Like, there's, they got a lot of really good Yeah, Orion, ones. it's a crazy story. Like, you, you just named off some of those big ones. Those Some yeah. of those big ones in the, in the early 90s, Oscar-winning uh-huh. films. Best yeah. picture films, yet still mm-hmm. went bankrupt. It's just It just shows you how, how volatile and crazy Hollywood is. Man, that's absurd. Yep. <laughs> So this movie, uh, you know, it's a pretty tight 102. Like, it's definitely worth a rewatch. Like, it had a paltry budget, $13 million. It made $53 million. It spawned a lot of very inferior sequels. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking TV series, just you name it. Comics, toys, like the whole run. Did you ever you know, watch like, that TV series, like Prime Directors? No. It's no. bad. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. I, I saw the makeup on the guy, like the Peter, the watered, the watered down version of Peter yeah. Weller they got for it, and I was like, oh, that's enough. Don't yeah, don't don't, don't waste your shit. time. It is yeah. so horrible. You will turn it off in the first ten minutes. Jesus. And you think like you know, granted the movie was done cheaply, so like I bet we can do the TV show cheap too, but you know, apparently you can't. You yeah. still need to put some effort into yeah, it. Yeah, when you lose the magic of Verhoeven, Peter Weller. Yeah. You know, God for God for I even say it, even Karen Allen. I don't I don't even know if she showed up for the TV show, but you know, yeah, you lose the original cast. There's nothing really left. I mean, it was a far jump down the well once you got to part two of that. I remember watching part two and thinking, I was like, I don't think I ever want to watch another Robocop. And it wasn't <laughs> until like years later, maybe a decade later, that I just happened to see like Robocop three was playing on a streaming service and I was like I will watch it just to be a completionist, and I wish I had that ninety minutes back because that is an awful movie. It is was RoboCop two the one with the the robotic criminal? Yes, the the guy okay. the, the the drug nuke and the kid criminal and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like that was dumb back then. Like I was still like I probably still in my teens when I watched that, and I, even then I was like, this is stupid. Was Peter Weller back for that one? Yes, you know? yeah, he came back he for was. part two. He did not come back for part three, which understandable yeah you understand yeah because that's the one where you get the jetpack and he fights against a ninja robot it's oh yeah jetpack in part three you know have you never seen part three never oh it's got yeah it's got ripped torn in it he plays the bad guy in that what the uh, f- no he doesn't it's, it's bad i i normally i would kind of guide you that way and say well you kind of have to watch it oh, i would just, you I would just give it. you watch it at your own risk if you if you want to be a completionist watch it but it's not worth it it's really stupid like i said yeah he gets a jetpack he puts like like, his arm gets kind of blown off, so he ends up putting a gun, like, a, an attached gun to his arm. Um, and, wow. yeah, he has to fight a ninja that's, like, a robot ninja, for real. It's it, 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 The wheels come off on that episode. Frank Decker directed it, and Frank Miller, or Fred Decker directed it, and Frank Miller wrote it, and it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Dude, you how might, is that possible? You might have to watch it just to see. I mean, I, now I'm, I might... Just have to challenge you on that and have you watch it. Uh, but okay. I, I to can be fair, I do like not, Fred Decker directed Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad. Like I like both those movies. He did yes, a few episodes of Tales of the Crypt. Like that, yeah. And Frank Miller, he's a fucking good writer. Like what? Wow, what happened? Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, that's not streaming anywhere, is it? It. I, I don't know. Oh I'm, no! And, don't well, be anywhere. I would please. hate to have to have you like even pay two dollars for a rental fee. On that. No, yeah, I'm not paying extra for it. Yeah. If it if it's somewhere I have the ability to watch it, I will. Other than that, I could wait. Yeah, just wait on it because, like, I, I guarantee you, you'll probably get through 30 minutes and just say like, you're either going to make the decision, well, I've come this far, I'm going to finish it, or I just can't do it and I got something worse to watch. <laughs> oh shit! No, I'm seeing the trailer. Yeah, fuck that. It's bad, man. <laughs> oh wow. 
It's bad. If you didn't, oh my god, dude. if you didn't like two, you're not gonna like three at all. Yeah, I did not care for two. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, up to you, yeah. man. If you want to watch it, nope, nope, no thanks. Good call. I think, then. That one. I think, yeah. you, I think your your uh, your eyeballs, your brain, everything, your body, whole body will that, thank you. <laughs> that's a sign of growing up. It's like, no, yeah. I've had enough yeah. shit. you're really maturing, man. I'm real proud you. of yeah. you. <laughs> I know. Now let's go watch Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yes. Oh no. It's probably next, right? Like, uh, yeah, we should watch it before they take it down. It's the trifecta of the canon, you know, end of days, <laughs> of of canon you know? eighty seven, basically. Yeah, it's it's what yeah. really did a man. It was the, it was one of three films that really did a man. Master of the Universe, a big one. So we'll talk about that one. So along with Over the Top and uh, Superman Four Quest for Peace, this is the one that pretty much helped the peace seal the storms. deal. Yes, this yeah. is the one that really just. I mean, I won't say that this is the only one that put the nail in the coffin. It's just one of the three. They, they spent so much money on all those movies. That was the one. But, you know, we'll we'll talk more about that when we, we start talking about the film. We'll talk about some I'm going to have to do some research history. into this one. Like, oh, I want to know a, the full backstory of that one. one. Too. Yeah. I got some stories from childhood, too, when I remember this one coming out. Oh, man. Um, what a budget that thing had, too. Boy, I'm really, yeah. Oh, Jesus. What a terrible finish it came when it came to the box office. Yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah, maybe Oof. almost even worthy of a remake now. Who knows? I mean, they've been trying for years. Yeah. Like, they, for literally years, they've been trying to reboot this fucking thing, and they just can't do it. So maybe, you know, much much like the uh, the Big Trouble Little China sequel, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they, they keep talking about Shuff this one. Yeah, yeah no, it, they talked about it a couple years ago, and then that's been shut. I, I don't think that's ever going to see the light of day. Yeah, once The just, Rock you know, said, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of this thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Carpenter got to look at everything. He's like, I'm not signing off on that. They're like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to go play with my keyboard for a while and just put right. out some random music. Yeah. I'm going to go work on some real cinema Halloween ends, okay? Yes. <laughs> God help us. I know, man. I'm like, hmm. The completionist in me is like, you know you're going to watch it. Yeah, you have to movie. watch it. You, I, I know, but it's at the same time, it's like, fuck, do I really? Yeah, no, it, that's what makes it so bad is like you get you actually get pissed off by the fact is like I, I have to watch it now. Like you <laughs> guys, know. you know, set me up so well in 2018. It was like, bam, I just love what you guys are doing. And then, yeah. you know, 2020 came along, 21, and I got to see, you know, the next Halloween film. And I was like, oh, this is no, you guys are going down the wrong path. And now after seeing the shit that we've, we've seen that they've already released, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I got to do it, but I don't want to do it. It's my sincerest hope that they get the cast of Halloween Resurrection to come and help Laurie Strode defeat Michael Myers in this. That's the only thing that could save the movie. And they all go to space at the end. Yeah, of course the clear, they would, yeah. Or, that's or the Manhattan. clear ending path. Go to Manhattan right. at least. No, the Michael Myers multiverse. Everything's multiverse these days. Oh, it's going to be the fucking Halloween multiverse. Wouldn't that fucking be some Millions shit? of Haddonfields everywhere. Dr. Loomis is going to be Michael Myers in a bunch of them. They're going to team up. They're going to get Freddy Krueger. It's going to be amazing. God, you know what? I... I bet you that that has been pitched in some Hollywood boardroom somewhere. For sure. Like somebody's just been like, "This is a fantastic idea." You've seen what yep. Marvel's doing. Wait till we yep. could, we could do that with Halloween or any it, of it, our it, films. It was the sad dad genre for a while, and now we're coming into multiverse. Everything's uh, multiverse. Oh God, is Hollywood that desperate? Yes, they are. If something makes money, they're like, "We need to do that." Yep, shit. we got to copy it. Yep, there we go. There's that that old that old adage in Hollywood: "He who copies first lasts." Right. So, it's a sad thing to say, but God damn it, it's true. Yeah. Oh, God. I know, man. <laughs> well, hey, we do got a lot of shit to watch, so let's get the hell out of here. Everybody, we'll talk to you guys later. 
Peace. Can you dig it?